Welcome to Wise Words from a Stubborn Man, a podcast where I dissect and discuss things from the perspective of one man, me, Saha Cool. If you're easily offended or get upset at another person's opinion, this isn't the platform for you. I won't ever say I'm the best at any of the things I plan to talk about. I'm just a guy with an opinion. So let's get to it. Oh my goodness. If you're still listening, that means unequivocally, without a shadow of a doubt, that you're still here. And if you're still here, I want to say, from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my failing the paper bag test brown skin, I want to say thank you. Maybe a little racially charged joke right there at the beginning, but I'm going to say a couple things that are going to be uncomfortable today. Because when you sit with your your thoughts long enough, when you traverse social media, you see a couple different things. But that's beside the point. We're talking about you still being here. And if you're still here and you're still liking this and you still fucking sticking around, thank you yet again. But what I need you to do, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to tell his mother to tell her sister. Subscribe. Listen. Rate. You know what I'm saying? Go. I got a YouTube now. This ain't on there, but I got a YouTube now. Subscribe to that. But how do we even get into today? If you've looked at the title of this episode, you know that it's called the Trauma Olympics. So what are we talking about here today? Well, before we get into it, let's break bread. And today I have no bread to break because your boy's trying to live healthy. Can't really have all that bread and shit I did find. Uh, some zero carb, like fiber heavy keto bread, some Hawaiian bread at that. So in, in honor of that, I'm going to drink some water. Water's life. Water is also the basis of tea or really any drink. And sometimes people should sip that shit and mind their business. So. How this episode came about, I was casually at the crib, chilling, doing what I do, you know, so over the past few months, I've made quite a few bit of changes. I moved, no longer at my old residence, so I have to get used to being in a different space. I'm trying to save money so I can get a new car. Also, so that I can travel, visit people, visit friends. School has been whooping my ass. I think I still have like, I think I only had like two B's though. Everything else has been A's. You know what I'm saying? Your boy is smart. So it's been whooping my ass, but I've been getting back in there. I've been getting back on the horse. I just wanted to update you guys on my life. So this may take a minute, but I promise you. And when I say I promise you we're going to get into it, we're going to get into it. I promise you. Just want to update you guys. Work has been work. 
sure you all know about that. What else? And then life has just been life in, man. Like, ugh. Birthday is coming up. So many people who I adore, who I love, their birthday's coming up. Um, I've decided I'm gonna date again. I'll I'll talk about that in another podcast episode. Um But yeah, I'm trying to really focus and get a lot of shit out of life right now. And also while I'm recording, I'm stuffy as hell while I'm recording this. But I need to record this so I can get this out to you, the people. If any nigga know what movie that's from, I'm a fan of you for life. And women can be niggas too. So women, if you're listening to this, if you know where that came from, give it back to the people. Hey, you solid in my life forever. But so recently, in the midst of all of this fucking transitioning I've been doing, um, <sighs> came across a couple things. So there was like a three-day stretch where I was on social media heavy. I was like, let me increase my amount of intake time on there. Because usually I go on there, I might check a couple chats or something, you know what I'm saying, check a couple DMs, send a few messages, peruse some comments, like something. I don't know. depends on what app I'm on. But for a three-day period, I was like, let me try something. Let me see. Let me go on a tweet. And under that tweet, maybe it's controversial. Maybe it's not. It's going to be someone's opinion. I'm going to look at it objectively. I'm not going to, hey, I'm, I'm not going to look at it to dissect it, look at it to have my opinion on it. I'm going to look at it for the purpose of which the tweet is. And then I'm going to go into the comments and see if I can find any neutral arguments, any neutral perspectives, any, I understand how you can see it that way, but can you also see it this way? Not even someone saying that, hey, this is my opinion, just looking for someone to say, hey, there's another side to that. And I did it on random tweets and I did that for three days. Maybe I took like an hour out of my day, perused, and did it for three days. So it's three hours. When I tell you, I was psychologically tapped out of social media, I said, damn, this is what niggas are consuming all day. And then I got to wonder, and I said, yo, have have niggas ever seen that movie? And I don't know the name of it. But it has Johnny Knoxville in it. And <laughs> it has Johnny Knoxville in it. And this day he's playing like he has a disability so he can bag this shorty. And he ended up joining like the Special Olympics or some shit like that. And I realized two things about social media. And that is like, well, I realized numerous things, but the two things that popped into my head immediately at that point was people 
like when did mental health become a competition and when did that shit become like a badge of honor or like a like niggas are throwing mental health and they shit like 2k badges and it's throwing me off it's like have y'all so you know how when motherfuckers be racist and say I'm not racist I have two black friends Thomas and Dapuki Rayvon. <laughs> you, know, you know, niggas be niggas be wilding with the names sometimes. I just niggas probably Rayon ain't even the the worst name niggas that ever heard. I know it's a worst name out there. Somebody check me on that. I know it to be true. But when motherfuckers say that, they be like, nigga, you full of shit. You're racist. You're full of shit and you're racist. Niggas are doing that with mental health conditions and just overall the scope that they're putting on mental health. Then on top of that, we've created some new mental health shit with this social media shit. Like, it gotta be something created with this. I know there's a documentary called, like, The Social Effect or some shit like that. I gotta watch it, but... It's something about nowadays niggas I don't think it's I don't think people have mental health issues. I think some people are stupid. And I fucking hate to say it that way. I genuinely do hate to say it that way. Some people are just plain stupid. Some people you can't save. Some people you can't talk to. Some people you can't negotiate with. It's essentially all the same shit. Hate to say it. Hate to conclude it like that. And it's starting to blow the fuck out of me. It's starting to really... Like those three days... Where I was just looking at people tweet within an echo chamber or like literally take what somebody said and then respond with some shit that the nigga didn't say. It's almost like some people, I can't even say it's almost like, some people go out of their way to piss themselves off. And the okay, so and if people don't sit here and believe me, G, you got <laughs> you got people who like all right. So when when the Kiki Palmer's boyfriend shit happened, right? You got people who was like, "Hey, bro, yeah, you're fucking wrong because you you fucking." You fucking, you brought this to social media, nigga. You spoke about this out loud. You should have stayed at the crib, nigga. Fixing formula and fucking and and watching Baby Shark, nigga. All the while not knowing. Hey, yo, you know it's people who like tag them in this shit. 
Is he a sucker? Yes. Let's not get beside the point, though. It's people, because we're talking about the condition. It's people who felt the need to tag this nigga in, a, in numerous videos of Usher singing to his lady with her ass out. I mean, with her ass veiled up, I guess, for the sensitive ears out there. Her ass was veiled up. It was a, the you know, the Nihilator rapping, how you can still see the Nihilator? Kiki Palmer had the Nihilator rapping on the ass. Motherfuckers was tagging him in that shit. And how do I know people was tagging him in that shit? Because I seen it. I seen it. But we get to this point in life where on social media, on any of these platforms, there are niggas going out of their way to comment and cause dissension and debate and turmoil amongst shit that they had nothing to do with them. Even when people say, hey, what like people say, hey, you when you create art and you give it to the world, it ain't up for you to you can't tell them how to translate it. But if I'm a fucking artist and I paint a picture of a bear called the painting The Bear and then it's a nigga online talking about, hey, that's a dope penguin. The nigga wrong. He's wrong. And we're not wrong for saying, hey, bro, where the fuck you come from? Because a couple things that are bothersome to me nowadays. We're doxing the fuck out people. And for niggas who don't know what doxing is, doxing is you find a nigga personal information and you try to get them in trouble with their employer. Basically, the you take away all, like, how the fuck do you say the word? Like, I know it's anonymous, but anonymity? You take it away from them. That word fucked me up. Spelly B would fuck me up. That's so random, but G, like, I can, pr- I think I can pronounce anything, but can I spell it? No. Do I know what it means? Yeah. But you strip people of all anonymity? Pause. I gotta look at the sky for that shit every time I say it. And not to say that people, some people don't just like, depending on the infraction, some people deserve to get doxxed. If you're like aggressive in whatever, like racially aggressive, fucking physically aggressive, to the point where you can like change or alter or ruin or harm somebody's life, yeah, dox them. But just because the shorty who work at Target said, hey, yo, I can't fucking help you right now. Um, Helping somebody real quick. And you, no, you fucking shit be wilding. People be fucking wilding out there in the world. That, that last analogy wasn't my best one. I can I can concede to that. It wasn't my best one, but y'all get what the fuck I'm saying. We dox people for like opinions and shit. Even on the internet, you say you say like 
I don't like I don't fucking I don't eat Panera bread Like I don't, as a black person Or shit As a black person I don't feel like we should be Eating chicken like that Even if it's a nigga opinion And you just firmly Don't agree with it To find a motherfucker's Employment Where they live They mother's name They sister's name That shit just ain't cool Also Speaking ill on the dead Like you Looking at somebody about that's why your fucking that's why your fucking daddy eating dirt, nigga. Like, whoa. Fucking whoa. What, what, what are we what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Recently I saw my man's get attacked. All because the nigga said But the nigga said he said Lucky Day was a horrible singer, which is like and the crazy part is I know my mans He's wrong in my eyes But I don't need to tell him he's wrong I just don't agree with the nigga But niggas who don't know this man Was finding all of this shit And really trying to shame him Because the nigga said another nigga can't sing And that brings me to a very important message Because I had it I like I put it on my Twitter for a reason And I put it on my ex for a reason because it's not fucking it's not fucking Twitter no more. I tell you that shit. Like you feel me? Like it's it is up. And once I find this shit, watch this, goddamn me. Cause I, this is a very important piece of information I feel like everyone should have in their goddamn life. So here we go. And it starts with understanding the three criteria of constructive criticism. The first is that it is requested. Someone directly asked you for your expertise. The second is that it has a measurable impact, where the goal isn't perfection, but growth. And the third is that it's accurate. If you offer an opinion without it being asked for, you have written a review. And that's wonderful, but we're not going to call it criticism because it might not ever reach the originator, specifically because they didn't ask. If it doesn't have a measurable impact, but was requested and is accurate, then you're nitpicking. You're trying to get it to be perfect, and that's not necessarily bad. But if it's none of the three, you are simply hating. And this, my friend, is worrisome. Because you wrote this and I didn't ask. It has no impact on. I want you niggas to really let that sit in your soul. Between that video and there's another video where a nigga says, hey, for the last 27 years of my life, I've been minding my business. Even when I go to work, I only know two people named my boss and Jeff from accounting. Because he clipped my checks. That is like sometimes it's okay to just mind your business. It's okay to just, if it don't apply, let it fly. But no, we're in this trauma Olympics. You fucking guessed it. Hey, look, clap it up for yourselves. Clap it up for your goddamn selves. I wish I, I wait, wait till I get the soundboard. It's fucking up. But we're in the trauma Olympics where people can't leave shit alone. Like, there's a very 
weird. Kind of crazy video of this lady. And I know that shit going to cause ruckus when people see it. It's a lady who's like, I don't know, her son got a condition. She in church and she trying to pray it away or some other shit. She ignoring the physician, the niggas who diagnosed them, trying to trying to pray it away. Ain't no praying that away, man. People who think like that, they're the band. These are your parents. These are your aunts, your uncles. These who raised some of y'all weird niggas. To where you felt like. I'm entitled to hear your fucking, your mouth, your opinion. Or you're entitled to say vile shit because you disagree. Some of you don't know conflict resolution. Some of you motherfuckers are just evil and mean. Like, how come motherfuckers can sit here? Like, it's people who use the insult to like, let's say, like Skip Bayless. Motherfuckers would be like, man, Skip Bayless, nigga, nigga, you were never successful. Hooper, how the fuck you talking about basketball? But we'll get on fucking Cameron's internet and say anything about fatherhood. Being a mother. Making six figures. Dating. All this other shit. It's genuinely like... I, I think I pick my battles because I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not a hypocrite too. Sometimes I fall into the trap and I, I got to say something. But I never say something from the place of attacking a motherfucker. I never say something and expect a motherfucker to reply to me at all. In fact, I could give a fuck less about someone else's opinion. Most times. Anytime you see me on social media, it's never reactionary to something else. Everything I post is a byproduct of shit that I'm going through or I've come across. Nothing more. Nothing less. Unless I say so. Because I don't need to sit here. I don't. I'm going to go to therapy, but I don't need to go to therapy to sift through some of these things. Which has become another kind of a fad. Some of y'all are going to therapy to weaponize the language that you're getting from therapy. Where the fuck do they do that at? The last two years, I've heard the word narcissist so much. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that goddamn word, I can get the hood out the hood, nigga. Because it is the Trauma Olympics. It's people who are like, here's the thing, right? We need to like, we need to just be better people to other people. Some of y'all have a FOMO, fear of missing out. I don't experience FOMO that often. It's actually rare instances where I experience FOMO. And I only really experience it in something that I'm invited to that I can't make it to. 
it's never some shit that I just want to, I see niggas on social media wanting to go to this, and I'm, ah, I want to go. And if I miss it, then I, if a motherfucker went to the Drake concert or the Beyonce concert, and I'm not, I don't feel like I've missed out. Could I, if, would I have gone if I had the, the time and the tickets? Of course. But I didn't. So therefore, it didn't affect me that much. And shout out to the, ooh. Shout out to, y'all looked great. Y'all looked phenomenal. Y'all stepped out for Beyonce. Y'all stepped out for Drake. I saw it. Saw it. I saw that meat dangling from the bottom of that skirt. Skirt. I don't know why I hit that line, but I, you know, it was just funny. But some of y'all, y'all have this fear of missing out. And with that fear of missing out, y'all do this shit where it's like, in order to feel like you're a part of something, it's like you always got to have an opinion. You always got to have a response. You always got to have a critique. But as we just realized in that video, it's a way to go about things. In fact, if you don't go about them that way, which is the most clear, concise way I could fucking put it, you're simply hating. Hey, say it to your big dog, you're simply hating. Some of y'all are not retarded or special or disabled or any of the other trigger words that y'all would like to use to describe yourselves. You a hating, stupid motherfucker. Sorry. The only people who are special or retarded or disabled are those actual people. But if you're on social media and you're tweeting your opinion out the side of your ass, you're critiquing other people's lives from a space that you know nothing about. You in here speaking ill on the dead. Gee, I still remember when Kevin Samuels passed away, the vitriol that this man gave. For, he didn't hurt nobody. Yet we talked that. You niggas talk down on this man's life for whatever the fuck reason. Because you didn't like, you ain't like what a nigga said. You did that because you didn't like what a nigga said. Not, a, not what a nigga did. Something to harm you. Something to hurt you. No. What a nigga said. And that is why it's the Trauma Olympics, bro, because it's almost like when did it become cool to be like outwardly vocal about being broken? Because some niggas, some niggas, and niggas is unisex, they say it like it's a badge of honor. Hey, look at me. I'm fucked up, nigga. You ain't as fucked up as me. You ain't as fucked up as me. And that 
it's why some of y'all need y'all ass beat. Because I think when people respond in that way or say these things that they say, I don't think they under they they really feel like they got value in your life. They really feel like, hey, I'm going to say this shit to you. And they say it so fucking sure. Like, it was a nigga talking about. I can't even remember his tweet from. But literally, this has happened to me time and time again from years where I'm just like. I watch a lot of movies. I'll quote a movie in a minute. I'll quote a movie. I remember I was quoting. Because uh, Batman, you know what I'm saying? Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy got a lot of fire ass lines in it. I remember I was quoting the fucking Bruce Wayne talking to Rachel and like Batman begins and shit. And they at the restaurant. And she see him and she think this nigga's a play ass nigga and shit. And this nigga's just, I'm doing this to keep up the facade type shit. So I kind of tweeted something from that. And it was motherfuckers who came out of nowhere and was like, see, this why niggas got to grow up emotionally and do all this and that. Excuse me? Whom the fuck are you? Where the fuck did you come from? I don't know you. Who? I genuinely, like, here's the thing, right? If we can put bounties on niggas who hurt motherfuckers, Like Jay and Silent Bob and shit at the end of the movie when they searched niggas and and ran down on them. If we can do that for people who just talk out their ass out of nowhere to you, like who the fuck are you? I don't know you. I didn't abandon you. I didn't hurt you, depress you, do any of that shit to you. Go see a licensed physician to work through your shit. I shouldn't have to help finish raising niggas' kids. Sorry to say that to y'all out there. Like, why? Why? where do you come from? Why do I got to help finish raising you? Why do I have to teach you conflict resolution? Why do, here's the thing. Why do people jump out of their body and then tell the nigga who responded, who wowed out on them for wilding out, that they wowed? Don't stab a nigga that'll shoot you. It's as simple as that. Fucking fucking bozos, man. Like so I that, that's a frustrating to talk about because people come out of nowhere. It's like I remember I can't tell that story. That's that's bad. That might get somebody indicted. You niggas is out of nowhere. Like, remember that fucking the, the therapist who talked shit about black men going to therapy, and then her fucking life ended up ruined. And then she was crying, and then like, then motherfuckers came out of nowhere and said like, it's black men's fault that that she got fired for putting her life on social media. And people, resp- it's give and take with everything. I don't share certain opinions and talk about certain things because I know these are hot button topics. These are trigger points for certain people, and certain people don't know how to. Listen to understand. 
I could literally say, I don't really like pancakes. Somebody gonna be like, well, you, you, you weak as fuck for liking waffles, nigga. Waffles trash as fuck. Like, hey, motherfucker, I like French toast. <laughs> Niggas will attack you for something you didn't even say or just because you don't like something they like. Some niggas feel like when they have an opinion, you should have it too. I used to think some people are bipolar. No, nigga, you're just moody. You don't know how to regulate your emotion. It's not another nigga coming out of there. It's the same nigga. You're throwing temper tantrums. Temper tantrums. Get your shit together. My new shit for people is like, deal with your shit. Before life deals with you. I'm gonna fuck around and I'm gonna I'm get a Saha scripture and I'm gonna get out of here, man. I've been I've been rapping for a long time, man. And, uh, <sighs> what note do I want to leave you guys on? Ooh, something else profound I came across that really puts in perspective why the world would be a great place. And my Saha scripture from today, which comes from a great video I got to see the other day. Saha scripture for today is never attribute to malice what could be contributed to incompetence. It's far more likely that they're in their own world doing their own thing. All of our lives are just as complicated as everyone else's. We just have to be a little more self-aware and aware of the world around us. And you got to look deep to find the deep things. If all you ever do in life is stay at the surface, you'll never find anything worth exploring. This has been a wise word from a stubborn man, and I'll catch y'all in the next one.